0: All right, we are going live in five, four, three, two and a half, <clears throat> two, one. Welcome, everybody. A uh, very special friend of mine, Chris Carrillo, president and CEO of Metro MLS. How are you today?
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's good to stay positive, isn't it? Well, you don't you think you have to There's always a silver lining. This is the ultimate time to find the silver lining
0: so what does that so what does that mean like the silver lining right? Because I think a lot of us are kind of living in fear we're working from home and and something something we're traditionally doing and um, as a leader of an organization that represents thousands of members, um, people are kind of coming to you right to say, well how do we how do we continue business as usual or at least kind of under the radar while everything starts to shake out? Let's, uh, let's talk about some of the challenges that maybe you're facing uh, or that your members are facing that they might need some clarity around. So um, there are a
1: handful of things Um, business as usual. I don't think exists anymore. Right. This, this phrase, I think at the risk of sounding cliche, we all have to adopt to a, a new normal. Um, I love your background. Those are employees of Metro MLS behind Doug's head. And I look at, um, I look at those uh, staff members of mine, and many of them are parents and many of them have kids at home. And so the most important thing I think for all of us right now, including myself, is that um, I have two teenage sons. Um, They've been holed up in the house for two plus weeks now. Um, And a lot of those, um, a lot of those folks behind you are in the same position. So I think the most important thing that all of us are doing is keeping our families safe, right? And um, that's priority number one. But obviously in this time, there's so much uncertainty. And um, for example, in the state of Wisconsin, Governor Evers ordered of the safer home, which is really a shelter in place order, came down and still deemed real estate essential. And so there are so many questions as far as what does that mean? And what is the behavior of organized real estate market uh, of the marketplace? What's it look like? And so, So many of our members are looking for, I think, leadership and guidance to say, how can I still conduct business yet do it safer? And so I think we're trying to um, provide that leadership. I know our board of directors met this week and came up with some very bold initiatives that hopefully enables members uh, in this time, but still um, addresses the obvious uh, social distancing to uh, minimize the spread of COVID-19. So, I mean, the question is a good one, and there are all kinds of different avenues we could follow on it.
0: Yeah, you bet. And so when you look at, uh, you know, we kind of ask what type of business are we in, right? Are we in real estate sales or where and are we in real estate service? And you can't serve who you can't sell, right? Mm-hmm. And so at a time where people are kind of unsure, I think now's the time to kind of start to serve, right? And in being able to serve, I'm just kind of curious. Um, uh, Some of the ways that maybe you're reaching out to members and then if there are some challenges that you're facing, maybe I can recommend some solutions that, you know, that I've been talking about for years or that maybe have come new that you can easily adopt uh, and kind of my motto with this with this with technology is free, cheap and easy. Now, I don't advertise myself as free, cheap and easy anymore but uh, but the tools, right? The tools that are available are free, cheap, and easy. So kind of sh- share share some of the ways that you're reaching out to members right now.
1: Yeah, so I think the what is perhaps a little bit more important than the how right now, but I'll, I'll talk about both, uh, both. We send out an email, an email blast on Friday morning. And um, depending on who you ask, the open rate, um, a good open rate varies from market to market. Um, and I think the, our last check of, 43% open right within the first day that blows away anything wow. that we've sent out. So yeah. Um, yeah. so what that tells me is again, the marketplace is looking for leadership. They're looking for definitive answers in a world that is full of gray. They want black and white to say, what can I do and what I can't do going forward. So, um, um, that means addressing some of the specifics, which Doug, if you want to get into how RMLS and how I see MLS is handling, um, this market shift right now, I'd be happy to get into that. But for us, I think providing clear, definitive answers is the most important thing. It's kind of like the uh, metaphor, you build it, they'll come. If you offer it, members are gonna want to consume those answers because they want to adopt that into their new normal so they can still uh, transact businesses because you can still do it in the state of Wisconsin. Um, But for us, I think like everybody else, we've always done, um, I think a good job trying to be proactive moving beyond the boring email drip campaigns Um, Obviously, engaging in social media Um, in-person stuff isn't happening right now, but um, I think adopting to participating in town hall meetings with Zoom. Um, And as an organization, you want to make sure that if you go and use Zoom um, like we are now, that you purchase the upgraded package. That's not free, but it's worth it because uh, you open up the queue and you're going to have hundreds of members point in and I think there's nothing more frustrating than wanting to join something to get answers and hitting a 100 member cap. And that's gonna happen in you know a matter of 40 seconds or so. Right. So um, <laughs> making sure you have the bandwidth to address members. And I think because this situation is changing, not day by day, but hour by hour, it forces MLS organizations right now to be nimble. You have to be fluid. If you're an organization that says, well, we just don't move fast, you need to really look in the mirror and say, we need to adapt to the times because our members need answers quicker.
0: Well, no doubt. I mean, even just for this meeting today, right? Um, um, You know, I was just kind of seeing who's on Facebook of who can really who, who's in a leadership position who can make an impact to be able to share the right message at the right time? And I saw that you you were you were on and you know you were you were camera ready, right? You said ten minutes, and so we were able to jump on here and just think about that. For if a new piece of legislation gets passed, you know you kind of want to be the first to be able to share that with people, right? Uh, yep. If if somebody hears it through somebody else, then then you know kind of what does that say about your brand, especially if you're trying to be Um, you know, the market leader and member services. So, you know, and applaud you for being camera ready. And I'm sure you'll, you know, you'll figure out, okay, how do you make this a little bit better? And something you said interesting about uh, upgrading, upgrading to the pro package. Gosh, this was 2014. I encouraged a group uh, to do this for their committee meeting. Right. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get the pro package and it ended in 40 minutes. Right. So like like if you have the free version and you're sitting there and then like at 41 to minute it just ends well yeah you got to upgrade the you got to upgrade the deal so kind of one of those learning lessons that you uh, you know you would face. <clears throat> what about um, so when we have some of these Zoom meetings, you talked about for um, you know you're having these town hall meetings, right? Mm-hmm. What about for what about for member support if somebody's somebody calls in? How do you kind of handle some of those? those tasks
1: so for two weeks now we've had um a change in posture uh at the mls um like i said in wisconsin the, the order came in last week um for shelter in place a safer at home um whatever you want to call it but a week before that um we implemented a half staff um in person in the building the majority or uh, the rest uh working working remotely from home and uh th- Thankfully, we were prepared for that. We implemented a new phone system last year, integrated in actually with the Arizona regional MLS. And so we share a phone switch. It allows us to work remotely completely. So from a data integrity standpoint and from um, uh, just an end member support standpoint, it's still seamless. We're still open for business, regular hours, um, whether somebody's physically at their desk or working from home, members are calling in the responses they get. um, They don't, they don't see a difference uh, our our bandwidth our pipe going into the building is is big enough to support VPN so all of our employees have uh, access to the network uh, resources they need to, to be able to do their job and so um, from a from a doing business I think we we were pretty well prepared but obviously there are lots of things that we're doing now uh, to operate in this new normal because I think what members are looking for isn't just what we've always done but they're looking for new answers and so it's we're responsible to be innovative just like they must be innovative right now to certain right. members.
0: Yeah. And who better to, who better to learn from the organization that serves them as far as best practices. So you're definitely taking the lead on that by, you know, adopting to adopting to zoom. I'll tell you one tool that i found to be extremely valuable and it's free uh, is called loom. So, you know, you've heard of zoom, right? So right. loom, have you heard of this one before? No. So it's a quick way to be able to create a video and be able to share it by, you know, email, text message, Facebook, instant messenger. Um, And so when you look at like those frequently asked questions that might come in uh, and you start to see where they're... uh, I guess the same question over and over again, then that's a good good time to, to create a video. So if you want, I can I can do a quick demo of this so you can actually see it. And I think other people at, and that are in MLS uh, uh, role might also be able to benefit. Right. Do you want to see what this looks like? Yeah. Okay, so I've got your I've got your webpage pulled up. Um, and so what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna go into screen share. This is kind of one of those things too, right? Like while you're on the fly. Uh, how do you quickly share your screen to be able to to be able to do one of these during these Zoom meetings, right? So I kind of pulled up your website here, and so Loom is a is a browser extension, right? So a browser extension is kind of like an app for the web browser, and I already have it added. So if you just wanted to go to the Chrome extension, um, let's see. Oh my gosh, they, they must they must be having some issues, right? It says we're working on some uh, upgrades or upgrades, so maybe that's not a good time to do do the demo here, but. Uh, um that's kind of funny right absolutely Um, one of the videos i have i'll make sure i put it in the facebook notes so you can see how to how to be able to use loom so um the way that it works is once i create this quick video like a minute uh maybe really max for something like this you know how to be able to pay the how do i pay my dues how do i access the new tool How do I uh, send out a specific communication through one of the apps that are in my kind of uh, MLS dashboard, right? So um, all you do is you click the browser extension to start it, you click the same thing to stop it, and then it creates the video for you that you can even download and put up on your YouTube channel.
1: And that's free, right? So so here's the great thing, Doug. Um, You're not, I'm not a paid uh, spokesman uh, for your services, but you and I go back easily 10 years, right? And so we've been at conferences and I've been in the crowd sometimes and hearing you speak and maybe vice versa. I don't know, but I, I've learned a dozen things just through little tips like this that I've actually taken in. I'll give you full credit. This is the blessing of Doug DeVitri. <laughs> um, and I will actually use that. Um, I, I was not aware of that.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, it's just so easy, right? I think, I think so many times when we make technology choices, we look to say, okay, what's the most expensive one that's out there? Um, what's everybody else using? What has, what's been mentioned in the latest article of of our favorite publication, right? Well, guys, there's, (laughs) there's there's a ton of these.
1: How can I spend $2,000 on something that I just saw in wired magazine? (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I know, it's pretty funny, right? <laughs> so I know you'll use stuff like that. That's, that's why I'm able to share it. So let me ask you this, like what are some of the risks right now that you're seeing? <clears throat> the risks in not being able to connect with that member who kind of is um, on their toes or they feel like there isn't um, you know, hope. They, maybe they just got their real estate license and they're thinking, gosh, this was bad timing on my part. Um, so you,
1: you talked yeah. about in the beginning of, uh, of this meeting, what is the silver lining? Here's what, here's what I've seen. Um, I've seen some of the very best in partner organizations, some of the vendors respond well to this because as MLSs, we know, right? We know um, the demographic of our member. We know what they're comfortable with. We know that they aren't always very comfortable with change and what is required from everybody Um, is change right now. Um, You have to adopt to to new and and different practical ways to conduct business. So here's been my observation. Number one, you can't just communicate differently, but you have to offer different content. I don't think I've worked as hard the last three weeks um, as I ever have three weeks consecutively. And that's saying something because I, I don't like to be bored. Um, Here's what I've noticed. Um, with all of our partner organizations, we happen to be a, a Flex MLS account. That's, I mean, that's not a plug, but that, I mean that's, that's who our vendor yeah. is. And we have partnerships with other MLS vendors, Showing Time being one of them. In the last two weeks, especially, I've seen so much innovation from, the, from those vendors who are providing content to yeah. our members. So um, there's lots of policy. Areas, Doug, that I love to be able to talk about um, that MLSs, if they haven't, should be looking at immediately. Um, be setting up meetings with your leadership and to discuss ways that simple policy changes can help members right now in the marketplace. Um, but for example, showing time, we went um, last week and said we remove the ability for in-person uh, open houses uh, through the MLS. That's not to say that we can prohibit it. We're not the health department. Yeah. We're just going to stop that that information from being shared in the MLS, but in doing so we said, we understand that there are plenty of buyers at home. There are still properties in the market. Um, and there's no reason why buyer and seller can't connect through the MLS as as a conduit. So we're now pushing all this virtual showings and, um, virtual open houses through the MLS public remarks so that everybody can see them. And in that process, think yourself as somebody um, you've been doing business for 25 years and you're a very successful realtor your niche has always been relationships and that means in-person interaction you can't do that right now so how do you shift your business well it's time put out a tutorial to say this is how you engage consumers um virtually so for example if you want to only show vacant open houses right now because you don't want that interaction you want to promote social distancing yeah um they gave different tools on how to do that whether you're going to use zoom or whether you're going to use matterport or whatever the tools that you want to use there are all these niches that are members are going to adapt no matter what i'm still watching homes be entered into the mls and sold virtually and so it's just a it's a new adaptation to how uh, members have to behave in this new normal and you know i think even when everything goes back to normal I don't think some of the practices that we're adopting are going to go away. I think this is just a new way of conducting it. And so consumers are going to say, wait a minute, um, real estate is very much a a relationship business and it will always be, but maybe there are some things that I can do virtually going forward. So all these new practices that are being thrust upon us, uh, sometimes necessity is the mother of all all innovation and invention, right? And I think that's what we're in the process of.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And you mentioned something as far as vendors go, you know, a huge opportunity right now is okay. Yeah. You can go to zoom, which is another third party, but why not build that into your existing infrastructure? Right. So yeah. uh, just another quick tip is Twilio has a video chat SDK that you can put it into where people can actually have a video chat through your own website. Right. So, um, you know, if you right. want, if you want the docs on that, uh, to either use that for yourself or be able to share it with your vendors, that'd be a way for them to be able to innovate on the tools that they have. Because I think a lot of these, a lot of the, a lot of even the vendors in the space, um, they have a certain way of doing things, right? And uh, which is totally cool. Well, how do you like start to stretch and how do you start to push? And so um, many of these developer tools are now available that we can make our websites and our mobile apps even better. You know, even, even Alexa, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, and
1: I'm sure there's, there's no bad plug here because uh, when this is done, I'm going to share it on my wall. So any MLS that would like to engage you in a consulting fee, you probably have time to, to work with groups right now to maybe help um, transition uh, associations or MLSs to better engage their members virtually right now.
0: Yeah, you bet. I mean, you know, there's there's a method to this madness. I think what a lot of folks who are kind of new to the consulting world say it's a training issue. Well, no, you can't train on tools that are broken. And when you don't have a process or you don't have a policy in place, right? Um, so really like for that type of methodology, you look at the system, you look at the process, you look at the policy, and then you, then you add the training, right? So um, you know, I'm happy to be able to discuss anything and then also keep that, keep the discussion going here. So if anybody has comments or questions, um, you know, you can just add that in the kind of the Facebook chat below, and I'm happy to be able to, to, to answer that. Um, you know, Chris, any, any kind of like final thoughts or, or wisdom, words of wisdom you'd like to be able to pass on to everybody else who's watching?
1: Well, again, from a policy standpoint, I think MLS is we are, by nature, Um, we tend to hold on to uh, policies and most of us have this definitive role in our head saying, "You know, MLSs do operate um, in a black and white world and we have to make sure that we enforce cooperation compensation. And um, I would just encourage all MLSs to hit the pause button, think outside of the box, and to try to do a really good job of understanding um, that there are times that I think we have to just stop things that we've always done and be pragmatic. And I think this is one of those times um, we've made several changes that are 180 from what we always do. So for example, like I, I mentioned, um, not allowing URLs and public remarks, stop that. Um, we said active properties, um, y- you are not required to show it. Um, just disclose that up upfront. Um, mm. There is a discussion right now uh, in the industry of days on market. Um, mm. Some MLSs are tempted to look at that and say, we should suppress, we should suppress days on market um, because uh, it's just quote, unquote, you know, it's unfair to properties that are on the market um, because if there's an increase in days on market that stigmatizes properties and it gives buyers perhaps leverage or an advantage over a seller, I would just plead with the industry to say um, every property that's on the market right now in the country is being stigmatized by Mm. COVID-19. That's going to mean an increase in days on market at some point, COVID-19 is going to pass. But we're still going to be here. And I think the economy, there's going to be studies on the economy and how this impacted it. And real estate is going to be going to be a big part of that study. Part of that, a key statistic will be days on market. How were days on market impacted in certain areas? And there's we need that information. So we made the decision not to suppress days on market. I know many MLSs are looking at days on market saying, let's continue to count them because properties are still being transacted. And this is a vital piece of information. So I would just recommend MLS is keep the days on market flowing uh, so we can better
0: learn from this someday. Cool. Cool. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing all this. This is like, this is going to trickle down and help so many people, Chris. And, um, you know, I thank you for being a part of this little, little uh, interview, this impromptu interview, right?
1: Well, I, I I enjoy it, Doug. I always enjoy our conversations. The hair is looking good. The facial hair is looking good. Your dad, I know, uh proud of you for continuing on. And uh it's always good to talk to you, Doug.
0: All right, Chris. God bless. Take care of yourself, all right. Be safe.
1: Yeah, okay. you as well. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, you bet. Be healthy and well.
0: Thanks, likewise.
1: Thank right, you.